Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, it's hump day. Yes, it's also free Slurpee day at 7 Eleven. I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but you can go get a. Oh, they sell out fast. I've never been into Slurpees. The Slurpees. What, all the time? Yeah, when we're on free Slurpee Day, it goes well, crazy. They, they don't sell them. No, no, they don't sell them, but it, they, it, well, I should say it moves fast. Like, you have to get there early because it's it runs out so quickly. Well, this is not an ad. I'm just letting y'all know that it's free Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven because for whatever reason, that is under national holidays for us. That is? As, as, as is uh, All-American Pet Photo Day. So I'm sure to see a lot of selfies of dogs and cats oh, I'm gonna take oh, a, and hamsters. my little puppy. Oh, I'm going to take a selfie with my dog today. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, why not? Well, yesterday I had my book club. It was really fun. The one part of the discussion that got crazy and um, heated was everybody... We had Rob Hill Sr. there for his book. And the one part that everybody got really excited about was talking about whether or not you should be able to go out to dinner with your ex. No way, Jose. There's no reason for you to be going out to dinner with your ex. Why? I was just having that conversation. No, no, you shouldn't be going out. You shouldn't be having conversations. It's a case-by-case basis, though. I mean, if you say ex and you say, you know, this is your ex-husband and y'all have kids together and y'all may be going to have dinner to we talk about something that's different. going with the young kids. If y'all kids. have kids, that's different. But we're saying if you don't have any ties to each other, like y'all don't have kids. Absolutely not. But you guys broke up. I think you can do that as long as, A, you're open and honest about it and you let your significant other know, hey, me and my ex are going to dinner. And why, and why would you want to, though? I mean, I've, I've done that. Yeah, you can still be friends, but I think you can't nah, be friends right nah. away. <laughs> like if y'all are, you know, friends no. in six, seven, If y'all had a relationship, later, a sexual relationship where y'all were in love and y'all were knocking each other, no. No mm-hmm. way, Jose. Mm-hmm. You and your little friend want to go out to dinner, well, stay with your little friend then, okay? Get your stuff out of my crib and go stay with your little friend. Nah. Mm-hmm. All right? Well, see, you know you're not going to dinner with an ex just because? No. Nope. You can't catch up with somebody that you used to be. We can with. all catch up. We all go to dinner and then we all leave. Like so, you go one way and then we go the other so way. So you no. would be cool with that? If your man went to dinner with with his ex? Well, yeah. I don't have a problem. I think what? that I actually think that a man who can be friends with women and be friends with their ex is a very mature, good person. I, can, I got plenty <laughs> yeah. of women friends, but no, I'm not going to dinner not with my ex. Exes. Call me insecure. <laughs> Call me. Uh, what about t- if it's an ex from ten years ago? No. Still no. Why? For what? Who's already married, has their own kids. Doesn't matter. What Y'all went to point? college together. Doesn't matter. Y'all can meet each other at the little college reunion. And, and the fact that y'all, and the fact that she's married now and you're married now, that makes it exactly. even. Nope. We can, maybe, we, maybe we can all go together. This sounds yeah, you know insecure. What I'm saying? <laughs> you maybe we can all go together. You bring your little wife. Yeah, I bring your my wife. wife. All right. <laughs> you bring your little kids. Yeah, I'm, gonna bring, I'm gonna bring my wife. We're gonna go have dinner with your little friend <laughs> and his wife. His little wife. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. Well, damn, man. guys. <laughs> I just don't see the need. I'm, I'm with you. Well, Charmaine from Black Ink Crew Chicago will be joining us this morning. We'll kick it with her. Right. She has a boyfriend, and she works with someone who she used to sleep with. Terrible. Yeah, that's... By the way. Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-mm. All right. And uh, we got front patients. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about the uh, national... Uh, well, we'll talk about the football league. They're going to be challenging the league's national anthem policy. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where you want to start, Yee? Well, the NFL Players Association, they have filed a non-injury grievance challenging whether or not the NFL's new national anthem policy is legitimate. It's about time. Now, what they're saying is that this policy was made without... Uh, consultation with the Players Association so that's inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement agreement and infringes on players' rights. They also said 
that peaceful demonstration during the anthem does not qualify as conduct detrimental to the integrity of and public confidence in the National Football League. But that's what I was asking Michael Bennett when he was here. I was saying that, you know, the NFLPA has been extremely weak when it comes to the NFL passing that new policy because it's clearly a violation of the agreed-upon, uh, you know, terms in the collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, players have the right to use their platform to elevate issues important to them, so they believe that peaceful demonstrations is not detrimental at all. So we'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. That should be an open and shut case. Yeah, hopefully. I agree. Yeah, yesterday was also supposed to be the deadline where the government had to return children under five years old to their families, uh, children who were separated from their parents at the U.S. border. What they're, and that's just for the kids that are under five years old. What they are saying is yesterday, 38 children under five years old of the 102 children under five identified have been returned, but the rest of them have not been returned to their families yet. And it's been quite a process. What they are saying is that some of the kids that are in custody are just not the same as when they first got there. They're not the spunky kids they used to be. They're going to be definitely affected by this for the rest of their lives, definitely right now. They're saying part of the problem is parents and kids are in the custody of different agencies. Now, parents are being held by ICE. That's part of the Department of Homeland Security. And kids are being held by the Office of Refugee Resettlement. That's part of the Department of Health and Human Services. So they also are trying to do DNA testing and trying to confirm parent-child relationships and find parents who've been released from custody. Some of the parents have been deported. So it hasn't been easy for parents to actually be reunited with the kids like they said they would do. Not to mention the conspiracy theorists in me thinks they're putting chips in all the kids just to monitor them, Hmm. you know, for the future. Yeah, so that's a, a really uh, heartbreaking thing. One parent is talking about how his son is turning five on Friday, and he's been able to talk to him on the phone twice, but he they can't, can't see him each other. Reunite them. Wow. You give me my kids back as fast as you took them, but you know when you're putting chips in all of them, it takes a little more time. Yeah, right. imagine some of these people have been separated from their kids for over a month. Right. So, yeah. All right. And let's talk about Renard Matthews, uh, the family of 18-year-old Renard Matthews. He was uh, shot and killed in New Orleans. They stole his cell phone. They actually did his funeral. They wanted to mourn him the same way that he lived his life. They put his body in a chair with his hands holding a PlayStation controller, and they had a bag of Doritos next to him. If you have Revolt TV, Mm. you can see how they placed him. That was at the funeral looking like a, a crib? First of all, wow! Please, what? it didn't look please. like a crib. He's wearing a bus and so. It looks please. like his room. He's wearing a please. bus. And, oh, I thought you said a crib. No, no, I, no. His crib. I was like, what? it looked like his room. All my family and friends, please don't do anything like that to me. <laughs> all right, just cremate me, throw me in the ocean or something. Please don't, don't dress me up, prop me up. And please. Nah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put no, a mic in front no, of you. I don't want to do that. Don't and we're gonna that. put a big don't breakfast club do sign. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's dis- I, I think that's kind of. That's kind of. <laughs> I want to say disrespectful. It just looks strange. It and looked, the fact God. that's what y'all thought of him. Y'all thought he just played video games all yes. damn day. <laughs> well, they say he's eighteen years old. That was his favorite thing to do. Eat Doritos. Dang, they had the TV in front of him. They have him in a chair, propped up. I don't. That's weird. That's don't odd. That. And then what if I can't tell people what to do with their kids. Then what if somebody sit down and try to play with him? And then, then you, cheers, cheers, cause they beat him. Yeah, you beat him. I beat, I got you, Rashad. Like, cause that's how we used to do. We used to go back and forth with each other. That's you know weird, what I'm saying? Man, that's I weird. watched you, Rashad, in that game. Envy want to be sitting in his Ferrari, one leg out. Of the no, car. no way. No way. <laughs> Them cars go to the kids. Those investments. Anyway, all I'm right. not saying they're gonna bury you in the car, but they could have you propped up inside no, the car. That's all right. Nah. No, <laughs> don't have me looking stupid. Don't have, <laughs> don't me, have, me, looking don't have me dead looking stupid, yeah, please. Yeah. I'm begging y'all. My goodness. Please. All right, and that's front page news. Now, when we come back. Charmaine from Black Ink Crew will be in the building. She's from Black Ink Crew Chicago, so we'll kick it with her. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MG, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Hey. From Black Ink Crew. Charmaine. What's up, everybody? We're stealing Charlamagne's name. I know, right? Charlamagne the God. The law. The lot look. I'm, I'm Charmaine, the goddess. You know okay. I'm on the radio, Charlemagne. Are you are you on WGCI? Yeah, right? iHeartRadio. We family. What, um, what, yeah, what, 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 what time slot do you do? Uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Oh, every Saturday middays. and Sunday. Yep. Well, why you ain't at work? But you know, I would take off to be here anyway. Now let's talk about that because when I was out there in Chicago, um, I found out. Well, I guess I already knew how you got on the radio and how that happened for you. So talk about that for a second. How you became a radio personality? You know what's so crazy is it's just a blessing from God because I quit my corporate America $45,000 salary job, you know, benefits and all that. I quit that (laughs) to work at the tattoo shop and to follow our, like, reality TV dream. 
So my boyfriend and I went to Howard University together. Uh, okay. We met at Howard. He had a girlfriend. I had a boyfriend. We weren't really, you know, doing that whole thing. And then after the show aired, it was crazy because I was, like, so insecure because I have never been a hoe a day in my life. And I was all of a sudden a hoe. You was Because she was the side piece on the show. I was the side she piece. Was the unbeknownst. Side piece. Unbeknownst. Was side oh, you piece. Didn't, unbeknownst. You didn't know that the guy had another girl. Dine. No. You know, I know you I know you don't watch the show, but I know you didn't heard about Dine. No. Oh, come <laughs> on. Okay, I'm going to share it y'all right now. You should know Don is known for always cheating on his oh, girlfriend. He's a good over father. Over and over and over and over again. <laughs> he's a good father. always at the shop. He, yes. And he, you always at the shop. Uh, and his girlfriend never came to the shop? Yeah, man. It was crazy, man. Okay. But she did. When she did come to the shop, it, it, she found out. She It popped off, you know? Y'all fought? She bought me in my head. If you, <laughs> if you, the thing is, if you watch the show, you will know Charmaine is not a fighter. First off, Charmaine, you are a big girl. <laughs> I am. And you I'm, better know how okay, to fight. I don't. I went to private school. I was the only black from? girl in my <laughs> Slidell, Louisiana, baby, right outside of New Orleans, See, this 985. What, this what makes me, this what scares me about my daughter, right? Yeah, I'm going to private school. she go to private school, <laughs> and then she don't know nothing about no street dance, and then she get popped in the head. She don't know nothing to do but run. Do you run? <laughs> Did you run? Uh, or you I, call I, I stumbled. Oh, I've tried to call the police before. See? I've stumbled. See? Um, you never hit nobody. You look no, like I, you got hands. The funny thing <laughs> I've defended myself, okay. but I'm never the first one to like pop off. Mm -hmm. So usually the first one that pops off is the one that looks like they won on TV, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the world thinks that Charmaine she just ain't never winning, okay? She get that hit and they edit. <laughs> they edit. They, the screen goes black. You said never win. You got hit more than once. Oh yeah, oh, at least goodness. once a season. Why? Yeah, just, Why you to punch your back? As a matter of fact, just recently. I'm not getting beat up. I did get a black eye. Yes, recently oh, I got a black eye. But look, man, shorty hit me in my in my eye twice. She, like, snuck me. I didn't even know it was coming. They're not supposed to allow a fight on TV anymore, I thought. Well, who show you watching? Oh, right, you're right. That, <laughs> that, can't be your, that can't be your sole purpose on the show. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Just to be a punching That's back. my whole point. Uh, oh, please stop fighting me, guys. I don't know how to What's fight. Your man? I don't Let me ask that. you about this season because Ryan has left the shop and started his own shop. He felt like it was a toxic environment. And from what you're telling us now, this is a very toxic environment. Toxic environment on 10. Um, it is very hard. You know, sometimes I think I need therapy and we all do. But, you know, hey, we, we chose to live our life on TV. You ever try so. karate? <laughs> I'm going to start taking some boxing classes. Boxing. That's boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yo, yo, you yeah. built like you yeah. a, a solid-looking woman. I'm a stallion, but... Hey, went to private school, St. Margaret Mary, uh, pre-K yeah. to eighth grade. That'll do it. <laughs> do you at least own a gun since you live no. in Chicago? Oh, my God, no. You just out here lacking. Yup, lacking big time. <laughs> Damn, Charlamagne. Charlamagne just learned that word lacking. Yeah, since, since these guys don't watch the show and they have no idea what's going on, Ryan has left the shop, so now you're managing the shop he left behind. Right, but the tattoo artists aren't happy because, like we said, you don't do tattoos. Right, they so like, they girl, feel like, why are we giving you some of our money when we're the ones that are doing the work? And you right. also made a hire without consulting <laughs> Which, with the rest of the cast. <laughs> so, okay, I get it. You know, yes, we're going through a lot with the whole like Ryan thing. Um, you know, he's moved on to he's taken Nymag elsewhere, mm -hmm. and you know, totally wish Ryan the best and everything that he has going on. But for me, I'm like, okay, well, we can't, we got, we're either gonna sink or float right now, mm -hmm. you know? So I, it's not that I didn't trust anyone else to make sure we don't sink again, cause we sunk already. You know, we already, with Ryan leaving, that was us already sunken in the sunken place, you know? So what do you gotta do? Hire a better tattoo artist? Well, or? no, I just, when I tried to step up, uh, just as my role in general, you know, I felt like you guys should be able to trust me, y'all know me, give me, you know, the right to be able to run this uh, business, but everybody don't, everybody ain't on the same page. And yeah, I made, I did some hires that other people didn't know about, but you know, other people doing their own hires too, so we just well, tried to figure it out. Yeah, that was in response to your hire. Right, in response to my hire, which was responded by us, me and Lily, fighting. Um, Jesus Christ. I know, man. All right, we got more with Charmaine for Black Ink Crew, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Charmaine from Black Ink Crew in the building. Charlemagne? What is what does your man Neek think all is fighting though? Neek, well, his last name is Bay. Bay. Neek Bay. Oh, that's Neek Bay. You okay, know, Neek Bay do not play with this at all. Um, it has to be hard for him to watch. It is. He don't condone none of this. It's definitely not easy for him to have his woman on a show where, you know, she has to go through these type of things. Um, and also, even for myself, yeah, I might look like I'm losing fights, but let's be real, y'all. I'm trying to get this white people money. Bring your man Neek on the mic. Come here, babe. Oh, my goodness. So, so why are you on this Negro nonsense? Because it's Charmaine. You love her that much? Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, I love her a lot. Give me a yeah. kiss, babe. You know? Hey. So you live in Chicago? You moved to Chicago? Hello. Yeah, You're originally from Jersey? I'm from Jersey. Yeah, what part? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's be clear. I know y'all don't watch the show, but Charmaine did propose. I did. <laughs> to him. You proposed to him? Yes. On so the he show. Didn't accept, so it's like, <laughs> 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 it's not all right. It was a compromise. It was wait a compromise. A minute, so now they have friendship rings. <laughs> so how did he say no? He was like, nah, me? He said, he, as I'm getting on my knee, he scooped me up like, baby, you ain't got to do this. <laughs> you ain't got to do this, you boy. Ain't gotta, all this Hennessy and fried chicken, I ain't too <laughs> sure about committing my committing the rest of my life to this, man. I was flattered. It was just the wrong time. Like, it was like a lingerie party, and, you know. She was drunk. I, I was just like, yeah, yeah she, was, she was a little lit. So, so she did it under different circumstances, you might say Nah, yes. nah, nah. I mean, I... Look, look, I'll be making clear. I told her then and there, I was like, this, this is my job. I, it's not about... Did she give you a ring? Yeah, we got Cartier rings. I mean, it's... Oh, it's so a, you playing this out. She it's on it their out. right hands, guys. It's, it's, it's but he didn't right accept, so we had to put it on the right hand. <laughs> it's a friendship it's a ring. It's a promise ring. It's a promise ring? Yeah. I promise to always know where the f*** you are, because I mean, <laughs> All right. Ain't no tracking. She times on your ass. <laughs> so, how did that make you feel? He said no. Yeah, I mean, you thought she was dead. He's just like, nah, leave. Chill, bro. He he ain't say no. He said get the hell up. No, I mean, wow. She was on her knees and they. Stop I was like, it! You're embarrassing yourself. Get the hell up! You're embarrassing this yourself. I mean, I, it's not about if I'm married. It's about you know when. I'm, and I, I just want to be able to do it. You know what I mean? That's that's my job. Are you planning Show that me. in your head right now? Am I planning it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got everything planned. Out, Ooh, do you? Know? you? <laughs> I, I got to surprise it, man. I can't. I can't be getting. We do it right to. here on the breakfast club. Right. Oh, <laughs> so listen, is it, a is, it a, is it a cultural thing, being that you're a proud Haitian man? You know what I'm saying? You can't have a woman proposing to you, right? I didn't look at it like that. That's just me. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> but you know, I mean, we can run with that too. You guys gonna get married in Haiti? We talked about it. How you, My mama on me, too. I told you no. <laughs> All right, slow down, Charmaine. Right. Yeah. Got, whatever it is, it got to be a surprise. I got a surprise of good. Yeah, that's one thing. I definitely don't want to know when it's coming. And you said the ring represent friendship? No, <laughs> I said friendship. I was kidding. Oh. Promise here promises that he will not have sex with any other girl. And me too. And it, it also says that we love no each other. Threesome. Yeah, threesome. <laughs> no threesomes. No threesomes or anything? He can't. Man, this three, this threesome <laughs> things is I a hot it. topic, right? Right. So you're, I, you're in the girls too? No, I'm not in the girls. You've been dabble before. <laughs> I did before, but it's not really my thing. I'm definitely strictly... If, if me and my girl doing threesomes, best believe everybody won't know. Right, <laughs> That's yeah. a private well, yeah. thing. You know, and, just... Oh, so y'all thought about it? Y'all talked about it? Or have y'all had it already? We talked about it, and I'm not opposed. I'm going to tell you to be honest, <laughs> what scares me? STDs. Okay, I need right. to be able to fact check. Triple check. <laughs> I want you to spread them open. Let me see what it look like. Let yeah. me call my gynecologist. <laughs> test it out. In three to five days, I'll let you know if you qualify <laughs> for this. Have you done, okay, that? So Have you done that before? No, but if we did, we have to do that. Definitely. All right, well, we appreciate you guys for joining <laughs> us. What's up with you and Sky, though? You and Sky ain't got no beef, right? You know, I ain't got no beef with Sky. Okay. Um, to be honest, uh, before I was on Black Ink, when I was at Corporate America, Charmaine, I was actually selling radio for CBS, and uh, I would come home, and I remember when Black Ink first came on, I remember seeing Sky grow on the show, and I like love Sky. Like, oh wow, she's loud and funny and says whatever comes to her mind. Like, I love that about her. And then it's just a coincidence that I'm on this show. So now that I'm on the show, you know, season one comes, and I'm like, okay. Obviously, you have jitters about even being on TV, you know. And it's so crazy because in that moment, I'm like, you know, Charmaine, you can do it. And, like, even, you know, look at Sky. She did it, Char. You know, you can do it, you know? And I think I had that type of conversation with her. Like, Sky, like, you gave me so much, you know, courage, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know what she took that as, but she took that as me trying to 
be her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just went downhill from there. And at this point, I just think she just be trolling me. Uh, I don't know if she's serious or what. Um, but it's to me, it's not it's not what's up because for us to be two black women on TV in the same franchise and we can't even come together, mm-hmm. that's actually really whack to me. You know, and from how she did me, how she treated me, coming into this entire situation, I will never treat any any other female on television how she did me. All right. Well, thank you, Charmaine and Bay, for thank joining us. Thank, thank you for Charmaine. Thank you for Charmaine. Love y'all, and I just want to say that, you know, y'all are awesome. Um, I am newly in the industry, so all three of y'all are people that I totally look up to, and thank y'all for having me. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Charmaine from Howard and Bay. Yes. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, is, uh, good is, morning. Is, that, is God's playing one of the seven songs that Drake got currently in the top ten right now? I, think I believe it is, so, right? yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. What oh. is it? If it's the number seven, then it's definitely God's plan. Okay. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk 50 Cent. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, Envy, this story's for you. For me? Yes, 50 Cent bought himself a present. He bought himself a 2018 Rolls Royce Phantom for his 43rd birthday. And then he also drove it to the launch of his new champagne. Have you tried it yet? Mm-hmm. Because I know you guys are cool. That's it's pretty good. It's a rosé. It's dope. Mm-hmm. Good tasting champagne. All right, so no it's not more... Like you, it's not like you would say it was bad, because you know 50 will clap at you on IG. No, I would tell him if it was bad. Me, <laughs> me and 50 have conversations and things I like and don't like, but that, that this champagne is So no good. more effing. Mm-hmm. It's all about the champagne now. Well, 50, I, I think, has a, a bigger stake in the champagne, but I think he has a smaller share in effing. Have you seen the matte black Rolls Royce yet? I haven't seen it yet. Nope. Okay. 50 would really make the stock of that champagne go up if he slapped somebody with a champagne no, bottle. Like, that, no, that's, I don't know right, that's right up 50's alley. I don't know right. if that'll no, work. I don't think that's good marketing. I would believe that before I believe 50 drinking the champagne. He I'm does. Uh, and he, Listen, if you in the club with 50 Cent, he definitely will have some drinks and have a great no time way. and get on the mic and go crazy. That would scare me to be around an uh, intoxicated 50 Cent. He's calm. He's, he's actually a really lot, fun. He's a no. lot calm And he's now. very happy. He's like a happy drinking person. He's Absolutely. not like a volatile person. We're dropping the clues bombs for 50 Cent, damn it. <laughs> I don't want no smoke, Fifth. All right, Tory Lanez has two new albums on the way. He posted about those. Two new projects dropping this summer, El Agua and Love Me Now on the way. And that was the caption that he put. So he always has some good songs every time he puts out a project. So that should be pretty exciting. Uh, Tory Lanez is talented. Yeah. Uh, Mary J. Blige, when I'm talking about collaborations, and LL Cool J's wife, uh, Simone Smith, have launched their own jewelry line. It's called Sister Love. So uh, they've just debuted that accessory line at the Essence Festival over the weekend. And they said the one-of-a-kind big hoop earrings sold out at the event. It's the queen hoop earrings, and they go for about 200 bucks. But you can purchase them at sisterlovemjb.com. That's dope. Now, she said what made me want to work with Simone is she already created an amazingly successful jewelry line, and all the pieces are things that I love. And she also has an amazing fashion sense. I wanted to add to that by sharing some of my fashion sense with her and creating some things I dream about, and I know other women are dreaming about. Mm. Shout out to Simone. She has some dope jewelry. I, I've been looking at the jewelry for the last couple of years. I'm about to go there right years. now and Not take just, a look at it. I didn't even know that. She has some dope jewelry. Dope, dope, dope stuff. Necklaces and stuff like that. Is it that affordable? I can't afford jewelry. Yeah, $199 the earrings, for earrings some earrings. $200 or something like that. How much? $199 for the Jesus. signature earrings. But that's not bad for some big hoop earrings. If you know, That's not bad. Yeah, and you'll have them forever. Mm. It's not crazy. And I don't know if you guys saw the video of Mary J. Blige performing at Essence Fest, but never, that's definitely a schmood. Did you I see never, it? I never miss a video of Mary J. Blige performing. Okay? Listen, that was a mood there's, for there's real. There's nothing better than the Mary dance. Why mm-hmm. y'all ain't do the Mary J. Blige challenge yet? Have they done that? No. I haven't seen that. You, why, you, why don't you set that off? No. What okay. song would you do it to? Be Happy? I mean, I love my life album, so I listen to a lot of Mary J. Blige. Yeah, do doom doom what song is that? That's No Limit, the remix. No, that ain't No Limit. Love Without a no Limit? It ain't that either. <laughs> Baby, there's, there's no need to tell you. <laughs> as long as I can surely recall, my love has been here for you. What song is that? Is that Love No Limit? Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, yeah, I told you, yeah, Love No, no Limit, yeah, the remix. Yeah, 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 yeah you the gotta puff, do it. I don't think they're ready for this one, Not Baby. the remix, not the, the remix, remix is hard, no, too. the regular boom, version. Doom, 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 doom. All right. Doom, doom, That's doom, enough with the scary J. Blige is in here. All right, Pharrell Williams has partnered up with Spotify for a Black History Month campaign. Well, no, Black History campaign, not month. It's just Black History, period. 
And uh, it's called Black History is Happening Now campaign. So he's going to be doing playlists that highlight his influences and stars. He's going to be starring in original videos with interviews about her, his perspective on culture and society. So that should be great because you got to celebrate uh, black history all year round, not just for one month. So the videos are directed by Paul Hunter as well. All right, and Beyonce, another collaboration. She is collaborating with Balmain, and that's going to be for a collection based on her costumes for Coachella. So that new collection is launching worldwide July 14th, and it will be at the Paris flagship store July 13th if you want to pop out to Paris and get a preview of that. So if you want to get some of the clothing that you saw her wearing for Coachella, she's going to be doing that Balmain collabo. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about Obamacare, find out why it might end up costing you more now, thanks to Donald Trump. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hi. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about first, she? Um, let's talk about Donald Trump. He is now slashing funding that helps people sign up for Obamacare. So there's a program that helps people navigate through the system and sign up for it. They're only providing $10 million for the Navigator program this fall. Now, let's be clear, back in 2016, the funding was uh, $63 million. This past year, it was $36 million, and now they're only offering $10 million. So they're trying to undermine the Affordable Care Act. And, you know, it helps people out a lot that are trying to, to sign up and understand how to go through the system. And now they're trying to cut down on funding for that. So there you have it. All right. What else are we talking about? Uh, now let's talk about the slain teen in New Orleans, 18-year-old Bernard Matthews. He was uh, shot and killed. They stole his cell phone. And they decided to mourn him the same way that he lived his life. They actually placed him in a chair with his hands holding a PlayStation controller. They had some of his favorite snacks around him, like Doritos, and he's wearing sunglasses, a Boston Celtics jersey, and the TV's on in front of him, and his favorite basketball team is playing on the television. So he was killed two weeks ago, and that's how the family wanted to remember him and have that memorial for him. Tragic what happened to that young man, uh, and his family and friends can mourn him and do whatever they want with him, but please, my family and friends, don't do that for me when I pass. He has on some Nike no. slides. Don't, Did you don't see do that? You the put Nike your, slides he has on? You can on. put you the donkey today slides no, on, but you put the mic in front of you. Don't, yes. don't, don't put a white Target t-shirt on me and have me propped up in the radio station dead, alright? Don't, please, I'm begging you, don't do that. I told you, we're we going to have him with one leg coming out the Ferrari. Nah. <laughs> See, this is the thing, man. The thing with all of that. With it's the just latest a, sneakers on. It's nope. just impossible to not look stupid. You know what I'm saying? If I look stupid, I want to be alive. It's just to, different. I want to be alive to look stupid. I made myself look stupid. Don't you make me look stupid. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay? Yeah, just put me in a, a nice, respectable on, suit. Man. I'm good money. I'm trying to think, how about we prop up Charlemagne? It would be as a radio personality, I'm sure. Yeah, you got to have a mic. Yeah. Like, oh. we prop Angelie up with a bottle of Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right? That's what we would do with her. That'd, that, that'd be fine. I'm trying to think, what would we prop Charlemagne up? Don't prop me up know. at all. Cremate me, throw me in the ocean. Now, do you want the I old bet, skin or very, the new skin with you? You want the... Definitely the new skin. The new skin? Okay. Definitely the new skin. I mean, this new skin is amazing. <laughs> even, Cream next to him. I don't even need... Uh, I, don't need I don't need no facial work done when I pass. <laughs> okay? I look ready for burial right now. <laughs> he said he's ready you for burial. <laughs> all right. You and the NFL me? Players Association has filed a non-injury grievance challenging the NFL's new national anthem policy on several grounds. What they are saying is that the NFL's governing body made that without consulting with the Players Association, and that's inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement, and it infringes on players' rights. They were not consulted about the anthem policy change, and they also said that peaceful demonstration during the anthem does not qualify as conduct detrimental to the integrity of and public confidence in the NFL. So they are allowed to demonstrate and do whatever they want to do to actually make a statement about issues that are important to them and elevate those issues and have that platform. So they're saying that they are not allowed to do that. So we'll see what happens now. Well, it's about time. And the, uh, the NFLPA has been extremely weak when it comes to the NFL passing that new policy because it's always been a clear violation of the agreed upon terms in the collective bargaining agreement. So it's about time they push back. All right. And don't forget, you said this earlier, Charlemagne. Today is 7-11 day, July 11th. So I guess today's the day that you'll be able to go to... Yeah, get it? 7-11 day. That's why it's National Slurpee <laughs> Day for you. I didn't oh. even think about all that. Oh my goodness. But they're giving away free Slurpees today at 7-11. Yeah, I didn't even realize early. it was actually 7-11. And they're going to be playing Beyonce's 7-11 song all day. No, they're, no, not. they're not. Stop it. <laughs>
Yeah, but get there but early because the slippers flavor. run out fast. So they have a new flavor. And the new flavor is uh, Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. So now, why are we giving Seven Eleven this free promotion? Like, let's, let's stop it off. Man. It's Seven Eleven day. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I'm with you. It's Come a Seven Eleven right by us. We then gave them two free ads for no damn reason. Okay, <laughs> we don't know. They have a day. I, I I know. I just wanted to let everybody know it was free Slurpee Day. I didn't want to tell them about their new flavors. All right. Well, that's that's <laughs> well, the celebration of the day. That's front page news, guys. Now, let me ask you a question, Charlemagne. Uh-oh. Yes. In your relationship with your wife. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you just don't want to talk about that just is uncomfortable in conversation? I'm sure. 100%. All right, because the other night we were out, and we were talking about just random stuff that's going on in the world. And there's a lot of men <laughs> out there cheating. Nope, turn the radio. <laughs> nope, turn the television. So when nope, so, so my wife always asks, so what do you oh, think? Hold on, I just got a call. <laughs> See, Hello? And, 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 Hello? And that's, but that's what I usually do, but we were eating dinner. So you can't run. You can't go. So no we were eating dinner, and, I, and, and it got awkward. And, and, what do I, and what do I do? I'd be like, so what do you think about so-and-so cheating? I don't know. So that's what you have to say? That's a terrible answer, Not though. me. I don't know. I crack a nice, awkward joke. I'd be like, see, that's why they just need to legalize polygamy, and then guys wouldn't have to be out here cheating. I don't think that's <laughs> she, I know, but then I just get that look, and then the conversation changes. You know what I'm saying? I'll that derail, sounds like an argument to me. I'll derail the whole conversation, okay? I'll blow the card up. So yesterday, we were, we were taping our podcast, the Casey Crew podcast, and we were talking about it. And let's play what what Gia was saying about it. So if it was such a long time and we're in a wonderful place and we're two mature adults that have gotten over it, why can't we talk about it, especially for conversational purposes? Mm -hmm. You're right. And then he responded. Right. I don't want to talk about you. (laughs) That's all I can say. Wow. I don't want to talk about something that I don't do. But you know what? (laughs) It's a conversation because so many things happen that it's hard to avoid. Like, we talk about it every day on The Breakfast Club. But see, the thing about life is this. The things that you want to happen in your life, you should constantly think about. The things that you don't want to happen, you should not think about or talk about at all. Like, when you watch shows like Insecure and you see somebody cheating on Insecure, that becomes a topic. Or when you watch a stand-up comedy special and that's a topic and it's awkward, you can't run from well, conversations. We're trying, we trying to change the narrative. Okay? That, that's the whole thing. It's like happens life. all around Why us? live in the past, though? Exactly. We gotta live in the future. But it's not even about y'all. Yes, it it's is. Because you ask. Right yes, you ask. You'd be like, so what do you think was on his mind during that time? I don't know. See, I don't that, think that like that anymore. It sounds like y'all start feeling a little guilty about things and change. It's well, not even about well, you. Well, also, too, when it comes to situations like that, you said the Tristan Thompson situation. All you gotta do is say, look, man, he's young. He's getting his money. He's sowing his wild oats. You know what I'm saying? He's just going through his whole phase. Men okay. got to go through their whole phase just uh, like women got to go through their whole phase. Now, what about and Kevin a, Hart? He's older. Kevin ain't do it. That wasn't Kev. <laughs> that wasn't Kev, bro, All right. bro. Well, Black men don't cheat. That o- was not Kev. Let's open up the phone. Lines. I don't believe that was Kev to this day. To this day, it's hard for me to... I don't think that was Kev. Even, 800, though, even though he admitted it, I don't, you don't, I don't, think, it was I don't think it was nah. him. 800-585-1051. Why is it so hard for men to talk about cheating? I don't know. I'm finding it hard to talk about it right now. It's not just men. It's men who cheated to talk about cheating with the person they cheated on. Huh? Let's be more specific. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, because men can talk about cheating in general if y'all ain't never get caught cheating. But if you got caught cheating and you got to talk about cheating with the person you cheated with on... Then that's hard. talk of cheating is making know, right? me hot. I'm hot too. 800-585-1051. Open up the phone lines right now. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That the was Notorious B.I.G. with Big Papa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, uh, over the weekend I was talking to my wife. We were out to eat, and the topic of cheating came up. And I, I don't talk about it. She asked nope. me about it, and... Is this the conversation? I don't like to talk about my relationship. Check, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. It, it, it is what All it right, is. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I've 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 gotten caught cheating in my life. I've been with my wife for twenty years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Married for like four, I think, maybe five. I don't remember. Uh, envy. We all we've had our. You've had your indiscretions. Absolutely. Exactly. So we don't want to talk about things <laughs> no. that we are no longer partaking in. But they're not talking about you cheating. They're talking about things that are happening. I don't even want to put that energy in the world. The same way. Who wants to put that energy but out there? But you can't there? avoid certain conversations. Yes, yes you can. can. So can. y'all be talking about other things, too. People going broke. Think people getting injured. That's putting that energy out in the world. Well, that's going to happen. We? Black men cheating is not going to happen nah, anymore. So okay, it's, it's funny you said that because I just read this study, right, about cheating and who's more likely to cheat. 
And they said, in addition to gender and age, um, infidelity also differs by demographic and social factors. They said cheating is somewhat more common among black male adults. Yeah, you just gonna read? You just, you just gonna read them white studies? They you white know what I'm saying? Right? Those yeah, white studies, studies that want to kick the black men's <laughs> back in. Well, I would they said among you, black men, the rate is wow. highest. Yeah, new white men's work. Right. Keep doing white supremacists work. Recorded, they have sex with someone other than their spouse, compared with 20% of white men and 16% of Hispanic men. That fe- by the way, that feeds into the whole everything black is negative and everything white is positive. Well, it, says, it says here 0% of black women cheat. Oh, that's a lie. That's a damn that's lie. That's a damn lie. <laughs> well, yesterday we were taping the podcast. We do a podcast called the Casey Crew Podcast. Mm-hmm. And this was my wife's reasoning for why we should be able to talk about everything. So if it was such a long time and we're in a wonderful place and we're two mature adults that have gotten over it, why can't we talk about it, especially for conversational purposes? Mm-hmm. And... Then he responded. Right. I don't want to talk about cheating. I, I just, I, hey, it's awkward, uncomfortable. It is I don't uncomfortable. want to talk about anything in the past. Let's talk about the future. Let's and, talk about the next 50 years of our life. And furthermore, one reason that is very uncomfortable to talk about is because black men, or just men in general, we really don't know why we cheat. We don't have... A, I thought you said y'all don't cheat. Well, well, I'm talking about when back in the day when we <laughs> yeah, used back to. Back in the day. All right? I'm confused there, now. There was no reason to cheat. There's never a reason to cheat. Like, I don't like... I didn't like the young... I didn't like the young lady. I'm not trying to be with her. It's just something that happened. Like, I don't have a valid reason. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have James on the line. James, good morning. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, brother. Now, James, you a pastor? Yes. And you don't like to talk yes, about cheating? Well, no, 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 no. Well... I was the one that committed the infidelity. Oh, that's why that, uh, he actually was a pastor. He's not a pastor no more. Oh. Yes, his pastorism is in his past. I don't want to be right? a pastor yeah. no more. Hey, uh, Charlemagne the God and Angela Yee, yes. uh, as always, like my third time calling in, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. So you cheated. you cheated. That's why you're not a pastor no more? Well, I resigned. I, I resigned because of, of that, you know, um, in my city, I live in a relatively small city. In Florida. And, and you know this there, pastor. Were, uh, there were other pastors who called me and they admired what I did because they've had the same problem, but they wouldn't they wouldn't step up and just say, you know what? I'm not ready for this responsibility. Okay. And resign. I think you, I think you can still be a pastor, pastor. though, and, and, and get caught cheating. I think that, you know, that's a great way to practice forgiveness, right? God forgives all. Victor, two things can so be true. So now we believe in forgiveness too. I'm just saying two things. <laughs> two, crazy. two things can be true. Victor, what's up? Listen, man. To be honest, man. I mean, I've I'm, I've always been a cheater all my life, right? A okay. criminal, cheating, and um. You're not black. I got married after I got married. Uh, you know, I'm loyal 100 percent to my wife, no matter what. I have two kids, a three and a one year old. So we're watching a movie, and all of a sudden, you know, the guy cheats, and she says, "So, honey, what do you think about that?" And I'm like. Think about what? About Gina said, everyone is different. I mean, oh you know. God. Bad answer. No, it's a fact. It's a fact. Everyone is different. I can't give an answer. I could give you're an supposed answer to just say cheating is wrong. No, man. you're supposed to no, say. it is you, wrong, you, but everyone is different, you, though. You, it's it's, it's not right for anyone. Yeah. You're supposed Let to say. Let me tell you something. I'm Dominican. I'm Dominican. Exactly. Uh, not, okay. black, not a black what man. What does that have to do with anything? That. I told y'all. Get to a point. This is how judgmental women are. She's Italian-American. They know that her friends, I'm Dominican, it's like, has he ever cheated on you? Because they don't have a good reputation. That's not fair. <laughs> that about? is not right. But you They're have, che- but like you have cheated, but, right? But you have, though. In the past when I was single. Okay, so yeah, you have. <laughs> Goodbye, Victor. I'm talking about when I was single. If you were single, you weren't cheating. I hate the stereotype. But he said in the past when I was single, I cheated. kids from different women. Mad white jeans, too. When we're asking, why is it so hard for men to talk about cheating? Because y'all be cheating. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. (laughs) That was Block Boy Look Alive. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking, why is it so hard for men to talk about cheating? The other night, I was out with my wife. We were talking. And I don't remember what topic. I think it was maybe Tristan and Chloe or, or Kevin Hart. It came up. We were talking about it. And she was like, what do you think? And I just said... I don't know. We've talked about it so much up here on The Breakfast Club. Why can't you talk about it with your wife? Because it's a difficult topic to talk about, especially when you have been caught cheating before. And, you know, I like to speak life. You know what I mean? Like I always say, I don't want to talk about or think about 
things that I don't want to happen. But you know it, what it just makes it awkward. Like, I'm going to tell you, when my boyfriend doesn't want to talk about something, and if I say it, he acts like I, I didn't say anything at all. Like, I tried it that just before. never happened. I tried that I'm before. like, hello, you heard everything else I said. He'll <laughs> just act like I didn't say anything and change the whole topic. I tried I'm that like, before. But like, hey, check, please. Where you want to go after this? Absolutely. Well, we I'm were like, talking, did you hear me? We were talking on the podcast, and this is her reason of why we should be comfortable talking about it. So if it was such a long time, and we're in a wonderful place, and we're two mature adults that have gotten over it, why can't we talk about it, especially for conversational purposes? Mm-hmm. And then he responded. Right. I don't want to talk about you. Nah, B. I, I, mean, I, 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 I want to talk about it. Yeah, and you got to just look disgusted. You just got to shake your head sometimes like, mm, 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 mm. The this problem is that y'all talk about yet. it up here and both your wives have heard you talk about it. So now when she wants to talk about the same things we talk about up here, why is it a problem? Because we've been through those real life experiences, Absolutely. me and my wife. Okay? And we talked about it a lot exactly. at home. I don't want to talk about I'm it I'm exhausted, no all right? I'm not cheating no more. I'm a yep. washed up 40-year-old man. I'm with you. All right? <laughs> Casey! <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Mama. Why don't men want to talk about cheating? Men don't want to talk about cheating because they're cheating. Yeah. They're cheating or they're either guilty of thinking about wanting to cheat. Because That ain't true. That stop ain't it true. now. You stop it right yeah. there. <laughs> Telling these lies you on the radio. Don't hang up on her. I'm not letting her spread let those happen. lies Come this morning. Come on, y'all. Everybody All that gotta negative have the energy platform. lying. I don't know what happened. That is disgusting. Won't even let black men change our narrative. Black men don't cheat. Marlon. What's going on? What's up, bro? Why don't men talk about cheating in a relationship, man? It's one of the most uncomfortable conversations to ever have because it's kind of like reliving your past. And women are smart and sneaky at the same time because they want to see if you still have that same mindset, but they also want to see if you feel any type of guilt for what you did to them. Now, it's, it's, it's something that, I don't know, I won't ever want to have that conversation if, if, you know, I mean, I haven't, I've been married for three years. I haven't cheated. I have in the past, but I, I, it's something that I would not want to have. No comment. Congratulations, you, my brother. You stay strong. That's right. <laughs> All right, don't let the devil take you off your path. Duck the devil. I also feel like if your wife practiced forgiveness and forgave you for cheating and she wants to have a conversation about something, you owe it to her. Not true. Like, but like I told her, I said, if, if, the, if we want to have the conversation because it's something that you want to know or something that can clear something up, no problem. But general conversation, general talk, no. It's we not even about, about you got to be comfortable to talk about other things that you talk about with everyone else. Nah. Cause see, I it, think it, it's just awkward. certain things women don't understand. Y'all like, make it awkward. There's certain things women don't understand because for me, I understand why men cheat, but I don't know why. It's a, You know mm. what I'm saying? It's a difference. Two things can be true. I can understand mm. why a person would cheat without knowing why. And see, what women always think it's about them. Like, oh, you cheated because I wasn't giving you something. It has nothing to do with you. Then why did you cheat? I don't know. Hello? Who's I this? really don't. Yes, it's Xavier the Rapper. Is who? Xavier the Rapper. Yep. Xavier. With that, name, rapper. with that name, you deserve to be cheated. Oh, my goodness. Why is it so hard for men to talk about cheating, Xavier? Uh, I don't think I don't think it's, I think it's very hard to talk about cheating because cause of the guilt. Uh, I cheated on my girlfriend about two years ago, and it was really devastating for me. I'm a rapper out of Utah, and it was very publicized. So I think it's just very hard to talk about it because of the guilt. You're right. But I really did love her, and it was a mistake. And I understand when people do cheat on people, it is a mistake. But we all make mistakes in this life. But oh, oh, that's not a good answer. That doesn't work. Let me ask you, that's why was it so answer. publicized? Oh, I'm just curious. He hung up. Oh. I, but, but that's the, wor- the worst thing to say. We all make... Nah, don't... I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. God ain't done with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> right? God got a plan for us. All right, hey, what's the moral okay. of the story? The moral of the story is black men don't cheat. And that's the new narrative. And if y'all don't rock with that, then there's nothing I can tell you because I'm not the type of person that's going to be speaking about things that I don't want to happen. The things I want to happen in my life, I think about and I talk about all the time. Black men don't cheat. Okay, okay? but everything you're talking about something that you don't want to happen, we're going to point it out. My goodness. I am not a cheater. Well, you can hear the okay? full conversation on the podcast, uh, the Casey Crew podcast. Now, we got rumors coming up. Let's talk about cheating. See? No, I'm mm-hmm. kidding. We're going to talk about <laughs> LaShawn McCoy. What was going on yesterday that he was trending all day? We'll tell you what the update is with the situation with his ex-girlfriend and the home invasion. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Good morning, Keep everybody. The DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk insecure. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. For all of the fans of Insecure, and that includes us, season three is officially starting again on August 12th. I'm excited. That's a month away. And uh, here is the trailer for season three, a new trailer that they've put up. Look at us, single, 
30. Thriving. Looking like all three Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I am doing great. I think that girl who moved into her ex crib. I've been working a full time job and I've been saving. She's been saving. She's been saving. Right now, you don't have enough money to move out on your own. I just want to know why I keep getting rejected from all these apartments. You almost burned down the last one. They don't know that, though. Drop on the clues, bombs, and secure season three. Can't Damn it. For that. That was always like my fun night at home to watch Insecure, so I know I'll be doing that starting August 12th. All right, now let's discuss LaShawn McCoy. And what is going on with uh, Bill's running back, LaShawn McCoy? He's been accused of beating his ex-girlfriend, Delicia Cordon. Now, this was trending all day yesterday. The picture was horrific if you saw what she looked like. Yeah, it was so, bad. a terrible incident. So, what public records are showing mm. is that uh, Delicia Cardon and LaShawn McCoy at one point shared an address in Alpharetta, Georgia. Now, what they are saying is on July 10th at approximately 3.18 a.m., police responded to a home invasion at that residence. Here is what happened during that call. Copy a send request, and it's going to be in reference to a female who was assaulted, hit in the head, locked in the bathroom. You will need to stage for PD on this one. We do have PD en route in reference to a home invasion where a son was taken. All right, now we first learned of this when Delicia's friend posted a picture of her uh, bruised up. She said that LaShawn is the devil. You are an animal. We didn't say anything about how you beat your dog Henny into kidney failure. Let's not talk about all the times my best friend had to stop you from viciously beating your son for small things like peeing in the bed. We keep quiet about your drug usage, all the illegal steroids and needles you were using, but we will not keep quiet about this. I can't believe you did this to my best friend. Your karma is going to be so real. The world needs to know what type of animal you really are. This was just her yesterday on the left, and now this morning this is her on the right hashtag woman beater but he responded for the record the totally baseless and offensive claims made against me today on social media are completely false furthermore i have not had any direct contact with any of the people involved in months now in addition another one of delicia's friends posted uh another picture of her and said this is my beautiful best friend i can't effing believe this sending an n-word in her house with no forced entry to pistol whip and rob her for what now the world knows what we know. You will pay for this. Delicia's mom also posted the picture and said, this is my bo- my daughter today after LaShawn McCoy of the NFL Buffalo Bills got a hold of her. I didn't like him from the beginning. I knew he was a disgusting pig. He has no business in the NFL. So are they saying he beat her or she got beaten home? No, they're saying he, uh, they're trying to say he what set somebody up to beat her up. Yeah, what they're Im- implicating is that he uh, set up for her to get... Uh, the house broken into, robbed, and she got beat up. Mm. So now with uh, some more information, she does have a lawyer, and uh, what she's suggesting is, and this is what her reasoning is, is that the assailant demanded specific items of jewelry. So this is why they're trying to say it wasn't a random home invasion. It was very targeted. She said the assailant demanded specific items of jewelry that had been given to her by LaShawn McCoy, and that jewelry was the same jewelry that McCoy had previously demanded that she return to him. She also says that uh, she had injuries to her wrist when the assailant tried to rip off her bracelet. And... Uh, they also are claiming that there was no forced entry. So so I'm missing something. What would be his reasoning for sending somebody in his house to beat up his girlfriend? Well, she wouldn't move out, I guess. He was trying to get her removed from the home. He actually, uh, when she was out, she saw on the security cameras one time that he was having family members come to remove her items from the home. She saw it on the security cameras, called the police, and had the police stop them from removing oh, her items. Oh, okay. So I guess they broke up. He's trying to get her out of the house. So now she's, uh, oh, okay. she's trying to say that he set up this home invasion in order to get the items back that he had been demanding back from her and to try to get her out of the home uh, out of the home mm. we don't know what really happened no, we don't. he's denying that there's that he has any involvement and he says these allegations like we said are baseless and offensive so that's his side of things her side of things is that they broke up and that this is what he's set up in order to try to get her removed from the home and try to get back these items that he's been asking for so look man the devil busy man mm-hmm Mm-mm-mm. All right. In the meantime, ex-NFL star Brandon Browner has been charged with attempted murder. He's an ex-Seattle, 
Seattle Seahawks player. He's been charged for trying to kill his ex-girlfriend. He's been hit with one count each of attempted murder, first-degree residential robbery, first-degree burglary, person present, and false imprisonment, and two misdemeanor counts of cruelty to a child. According to officials, they're saying he broke into his former girlfriend's apartment. This is in California on July 8th and chased her, dragged her, and then smothered her in a carpet. Her two kids were allegedly present when this abuse occurred. He's accused of stealing her Rolex watch and then he fled the residence but was later arrested. His bail has been set at $10 million and he's facing a possible maximum life sentence in state prison if he's convicted as charged. Jesus Christ, you don't got no positive news? I can't do Insecure's coming back. You should have ended with that. God damn. Jesus. All right. (laughs) Jesus. Well, that is your rumor report. Sorry, guys, but... And don't forget, Ask Yee is next, too, if you want to... That wasn't a rumor report, by the way. That was a police report. Pretty much. You can... uh, 800-585-1051 if you got a question for you, if you need relationship advice. But next, donkey today. Who are you giving that donkey to, Charlamagne? Well, we might as well uh, keep it in the vein of family members trying to kill other family members. Uh, We'll talk about it for after the hour. Oh, and and by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, this is hailing from the great state of Florida this morning, so you know it's going to be a good one. My goodness. All right. Donkey today up next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, June 11th, 7-11, uh, goes to a young 20-year-old Florida man named Bisbee Houghton. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always tell you about the great state of Florida, ladies and gentlemen? It's beautiful. Say it with me. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. That is a fact. Don't debate me on it. I ain't going back and forth with you Negroes about it. Word to Lil Duval. Now, when you're 20 years old, it's not too many reasons to still be living with your parents. And if you are still living with your parents at 20 years old, you should contribute to the house. Meaning if it's rent or mortgage to be paid, you should help pay it. If it's some bills to be paid, electricity, gas, water, you should be contributing. You're a 20-year-old, able-bodied man. You should be bringing some money into the house legally or illegally. I had to throw illegally in there because he's from Florida, so it's a possibility he could be selling some type of narcotics for money. Trust me, when you hear why he's getting donkey today, then you will know it is a strong possibility he sells a little drugs. But this is just a PSA for all you drug dealers. If you're 20 years old selling drugs of any kind, and you still live with your parents, then you have to help your mama with the rent and bills. That's in the Drug Dealer's Handbook, page 32, chapter 8. If you're selling drugs and still living with your mom, you have to help with the rent and bills, okay? Leave a couple dollars on your mom's dresser before you go buy them new Yeezys or Fear of God hmm. jeans, okay? That's the least you can do. What since you know you... about Fear of God wow, jeans? Okay, okay, we see you. Relax. We okay, see you. All right? I'm just saying that's the least you can do <laughs> since you're a drug dealer who still lives at home with your mom. Okay, and parents, if you have a 20-year-old child living with you at home, you should demand that they pay at least a bill. Okay, your obligation to them was up at 18, so there's nothing wrong with approaching this adult and asking them to contribute to the monthly bills. That's what Bisbee Houghton's mother did to him. Okay, according to police reports, oh yes, there is a police report. His mother told officers that she and her son got into a heated argument after she asked him for money to cover gas and rent since he had been living there. Do you want to know how Florida man Bisbee Houghton responded? Well, let's go to WXTL ABC 27 for the report. Tallahassee man is facing attempted murder charges after police say he started shooting at his mother because she asked him for rent and gas money. Mm-hmm. Arrest reports show 20-year-old Bisbee Holton and his mother got into a heated argument, and that's when she told officers he fired two gunshots missing her. Holton is in jail on a $50,000 bond. Now, first thing I thought when I heard that story was there's no father in that home. Okay, in fact, that young man has had minimum or zero contact with his father throughout his life. Because when you're a young man with a father in the house, you might try your mama once. Okay, I remember my mom beating me when I was a lad, and I grabbed the belt and pushed my mom, and my mom said those famous, frightening Mm -hmm. six words. Wait until your dad comes home. Mm -hmm. When my dad got home from work, I don't remember what happened, but I'm pretty sure I have CTE because of what happened, and I never thought about raising up in my mom ever again. For this man, Bisbee, to grab a pistol and shoot at his mom because she asked for gas and rent money lets me know that there has been more than... There has been no one in that house to stop the evolution of him flexing on his mother. Okay, that is not the first time he's gotten violent with his mom. You don't just get to scrap and start clapping at your mother. Okay? Now, in true Florida fashion, Bisbee's mother said while she was on the phone with a dispatcher, Bisbee walked into his room, grabbed his suitcase, and started trying to pack. 
Bisbee, where the hell did you think you was going after shooting at your mother? <laughs> okay, you think you can bring a suitcase to prison? Who who was you gonna call to pick you up? Uber, Lyft, a friend? Imagine calling your friend to say, "Man, come get me." Mom's over here tripping, asking me for money for renting gas, so I had to shoot at her. I need to stay with you a couple of days. If that's cool. Here's the kicker, though: the suitcase he was packing wasn't even his. It was his mom's. He don't even have his own suitcase to storm out the house with. Okay, when she told him, you can't take my suitcase, Bisbee punched the door and left. Bisbee, my brother, I am sure that if you were packing up to leave the house for good, to move out, to finally be a man standing on your own two feet, mom might have let you borrow the suitcase. But you're not getting the suitcase after you just shot at me because I asked you for gas and rent money. Here's the bright side to this situation, though, because there is a bright side. A 20-year-old man who doesn't have money for gas and rent who shoots at his mom for asking for money for gas and rent, a man who doesn't even have his own suitcase to move out with, a man like that clearly has nothing, ain't about nothing, and probably never going to amount to nothing. But now that he's been arrested for attempted murder, he going to have something. He's finally getting out of his mom's house, and he has a nice steel of brick 6x8 cell to call his own. He will get three meals a day, and he has a nice job paying about $3.45 a day. So it all worked out. Please give Bisbee Houghton the biggest he huh? Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida. Question. Mm. So he only had two bullets in his gun, or he just wanted to just, just scare his mom? He just fired a couple warning shots. You gotta let mom know it's real. That's all. That's all it was. <laughs> this guy crazy. Just letting mom know it's real. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey. Did, did you see his mugshot the revolt? I did. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I seen his mugshot. Okay. He looked like he's from Florida. The typical Florida man. And he looked like he shoot his mama. Typical way. Typical Florida man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. Eeks. I mean, I, I don't believe Eeks. in profiling, but I mean, I would cross the street if I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw him walking down the street. My goodness. All right. Yikes. Ask Ye is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. And who do we have on the phone? Uh, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. What's your question for Ye? So I'm a single mom of a beautiful baby girl, and currently she has no relationship with her dad. And I just want to know, should it be up to me to put in the effort if he's not putting in the effort? Like, I feel like I have nothing to worry about you know, being a single parent, that I shouldn't have to put forth the effort for him to do what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't call her for holidays, her birthday, doesn't pick her up, nothing? Nothing, nothing. And then when he wants to see her, he wants me to go get him to come bring him to my house to see her. Yeah, it's hard to force somebody to be a parent. And I think the main thing, though, is about your daughter and how it's affecting her. What do you tell her about her dad? Well, she's still young. She's only um, uh, eight months. So. Oh, okay. So she's still a baby. <laughs> she, right. She's still a baby. But I feel like if this is how it's starting, then this is how it's going to be. And I don't see me changing my mind when she's five, you know, four years old, when she does, you know, recognize and know what is going on, that it should still be up to me. What about the rest of his family? Are they involved at all? Nope. Wow, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I you mean, know. I, it's, it's bad to laugh, but... <laughs> And it's something that we see a lot. I think it's important for you to always keep the door open and send whatever updates you need to send so that he knows that it would be great for him to be in his daughter's life because no matter what, you're thinking about her well-being. But at the same time, you don't want to hurt her by, you know, having him in and out of her life because that's hurtful, too, for when she gets older. So. I think you should leave that access to him open and try to have these conversations. And if he's really just not willing to do that, um, have you taken him to court for child support to make sure financially he's responsible? No, because I don't want the headache. Right. Okay. Well, that's, you know, whatever your decision is with that, that's on you. But I do feel like, you know, just leave the door open, invite him to things. But you can't force somebody to be a good dad if they don't want to be. If you feel like you want to, you know, reach out to his family and send pictures because maybe they want to be involved, but he's not making it possible. Sure, that's true. You know, so it could be, you know, he's not giving them access and you don't really know them like that. So you're assuming that they don't want to be involved, but maybe his mom would love, you know, to meet her granddaughter, who knows? Right. I think that's yeah. helpful sometimes when family's involved because that might encourage... You know, I have a, um, 
uh, someone that we're all close to up here on The Breakfast Club, and he talked about having a daughter and how he really neglected his daughter at first because, you know, he was kind of bitter about having a baby by a woman he didn't want to be with. But then when he saw how his son loved his daughter so much, that's what really made him open up. And guys make a lot of mistakes. And it's awful when there's a child involved and it's something that we can't comprehend because we would never do that. But I think it's important for you to give him that access and hopefully he'll come around. And if he doesn't, at least, you know, your daughter has a strong mom to help her through life and navigate. But I think reach out to the family, give them access, do your part. If he doesn't do his part, that's on him. That's his karma. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good morning, Mama. Thanks. You too. All right. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, bro? What's your question for ye? All right. So, uh, basically, I've been on and off with this girl for like a few years. I would say like four altogether. And... Like, the last time we broke up, we were broken up for, like, five months. And now we've been dating since, like, January. And the other day, she hits me with, you know, whether or not, like, she's not, like, the whole point of us dating was to, you know, see if she could, you know, get back those feelings that she had before. And she was just like, you know, she's not sure if they just taken a while or if she's just in, like, a single person's mind just state because, you know, we were, like, broken up for a few months. Mm-hmm. Or if she even has those feelings. And, like, me, I'm sitting here like, wow, like, now I don't even know what to do, you know, whether or not, you know, still trying to just keep dating and, you know, see how things go or do I just got to let her go or I'm well, just trying to like... I'm going to tell you, this happened to me before. I was dating a guy. Things were going great. Then he wanted to take a break. And then when he wanted to come back and get serious, I didn't want to be with him anymore. And that's the risk that you take when you do these off and on relationships and you leave a woman for periods of time. She might not want to be with you anymore. That window of opportunity closes. Her feelings change. So that was a risk that you took. If you're dedicated and really want to be with her, I think you need to be the best man that you can be to prove those things. Because I'm sure at this point in time, she's not sure if she wants to waste any more of her time. And she's not sure if she has those feelings. So I think you shouldn't date other people if you're trying to prove something to her and she's not sure because that's going to definitely make her feel like, okay, I'm not trying to be with him. He's still up to his old tricks. So you got to stick it through because she stuck it through for you. She stuck it through when you weren't sure. She stuck it through when you left her and came back and left and came back. So now it's your turn. And if you really want to be with her, you got to just be patient. And if it doesn't happen, that's life. But if it is going to happen, you got to be who you're supposed to be, which is a dedicated man. Exactly. Right. All right. Good Thanks. luck. Good, Good luck, bro. Thanks. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, you could call her at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about Russell Simmons. Another allegation against him, and we'll tell you how he responded to this latest one. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. Rooms on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. My best life. Yeah, shout out to Lil Duval. And I ain't going back and forth with you. Drop one of the clues, Bob, for Lil Duval. Shout out to Lil Duval. He got the song of the summer, and it's not even close. He does, man. Okay, my other song of the summer, it would be uh, Cardi B's I Like It Like That, then I'm going to say Drake in My Feelings. Yeah, Drake in My Feelings. But that Lil Duval smile, bitch. Yeah, you know, I listen to that every morning before I get to this radio it's, station. It's a, I just turn it up in the car, and I just start living my best it's life. It's a great daily affirmation. I'm living my best life, and I ain't going back and forth with you. Before okay. we get to these rooms, you know, Lil Duval FaceTimed me yesterday, right? And That's I was, cute. it was kind of well, weird. You shouldn't answer. I shouldn't answer, but I did. And then he, in the middle of the conversation, he goes, "I FaceTimed you." I'm he, like, he was high. Yeah, he was. I was high. It's okay. crazy that he never used to smoke. That's why I just hung up on him. Anyway, well, <laughs> let's let's get to the rumors. Let's talk uh, Kylie Jenner. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kylie Jenner is on the cover of Forbes magazine, America's Women Billionaires issue. And she talks about building a $900 million fortune in less than three years. Check it out. I think I struggled for a minute with finding something to do on my own. And what was I going to do? I knew I was passionate about makeup, but I didn't know I could have fun every day doing my job. I had an insecurity with my lips when I was younger, so I turned to makeup to help me feel more confident. So that's where the lip kit started. So is it Kylie with the lip filler or Kylie without the lip filler? Well, the lip kit is different. It's just like lipstick, so it gives you like a liner to fill the out. So you can make your lips look bigger. So you can line the outside of your lips and then fill it in. So it's a whole kit. Oh, that's dope. So that's why she took the filler up. Because if you, if you have filler and you're using this lip kit, then it's like, ah, you're kind of cheating. What about the people who have no filler? 
Well, I mean, she started this a couple, you know, a while ago, so she did have lip fillers at the time. Mm. But she owns 100% of her company. So they're saying Forbes values her company with Chestens added other cosmetics at nearly $800 million. Wow. She owns 100% of it. Not mad and then at she also has deals that she's done with other products like Puma and uh, Pacific Sun Clothing, $60 million in after tax dividends that she's taking wow. from the company. Congratulations. So they said to her. conservatively, she's worth $900 million. So she's the youngest person on this list because she's going to be 21 in August. So she's still only 20 years old. She'll, make a, she'll be a billionaire one day. Congratulations mm-hmm. to uh, Travis Scott dropping the clues bombs for him. All right, for, for making the right decision, doing what Tiger didn't do. Now, if she keeps on going at this rate, she could be the youngest self-made billionaire ever, male or female, even above Mark Zuckerberg, who made his uh, first billion at age 23. She'll, wow. She's well on her way. Yeah, she's definitely on her way. So if she keeps it going, male or female, she'll be uh, the youngest billionaire. Either way, she's uh, already won at life. Yeah. She I has. Mean, amazing. So congratulations to her. Like it or love it, you know? Uh, now, Russell Simmons has been accused of rape, this time by Alexia Norton-Jones, who's the granddaughter of book publisher W.W. W. Norton. She talks about something that happened in November of 1990. She says they went out, had a pleasant night out, and it ended with her going to see his new apartment in downtown Manhattan, and that's when he, she says that he pinned her against the wall and raped her. She said it was such a fast attack. He pulled my dress up. I must have said no seven to ten times. Now, she said, I remember thinking it was like being attacked by a flabby walrus. I remember being pushed up against the wall. She said it it happened in less than 10 minutes. She said, after the attack, the top of my dress was still intact. I pulled it back uh, up into shape and went home. There was nobody to tell because we had the same friends. I later confided in my therapist. This was my concern, to be honest with you. He didn't use a condom. I was worried I had exposed myself to an STD. The other concern was pregnancy. I was freaked out. So she said she doesn't want any money, and she has since forgiven him for that encounter, but she does want to stand with the other victims even though the uh, case's statute of limitations had expired. Um, So that's her story. Now, Russell Simmons has responded, and he said, I'm deeply saddened by this story from Alexia. And no time did she share these feelings about her first sexual encounter with me, which took place roughly 28 years ago. I've taken multiple lie detector tests that I have, that affirm I've never sexually assaulted anyone. Alexia and I dated, were intimate, and attended multiple events together after she alleged the incident occurred in 1990. So that's uh, his response. To Do her people take lie detector tests seriously? Um, I don't think so. They're not 100. percent No. So you know. I can't say that a lie detector test is the be-all, end-all to anything. Mm. So in total, there's been more than a dozen women who have accused Russell Simmons of sexual assault or rape. And a lot of these were uncovered by investigations from the Los Angeles Times and the New York Times. And Russell Simmons, to this day, still uh, denies any wrongdoing. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And you better start off the mix with Little Duval. Absolutely. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.